0: Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Movies in the Meal, a podcast where we talk about movies and other things while we eat. Keith here, and as always, joined by Ben. What's up? And Brad. What's up? Today, it's all about the near future as we look ahead to what we most want to see for the rest of the year. We'll have a top pick from each of us, then if you will, a 1A pick. So let's start things off here with Ben.
1: I guess I'm just going to go with my heart for my top pick, and I'm going to go with Silent Night, that is the action movie from John Woo, starring Joel Kinnaman. And apparently, this is like an entirely silent movie. <laughs> Keith and I just reviewed No One Will Save You, which is almost a silent movie with a, maybe like five or six words of dialogue, mm-hmm. but apparently this is entirely silent, and from the trailer it seems like a standard action plot, you know, kind of Punisher style, where Joe Killman's character seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, his family members get killed, and he avows vengeance, and from the trailer it looks, it looks pretty good. So uh, I guess I'll toss it to Brad. <laughs> My number two, and it's weird
2: actually having this as number two, it's uh, actually The Marvels. It's weird not having a comic book movie as the most anticipated movie for me, but that's where I'm at right now because, well, the MCU's on a cold streak right now. I mean, besides Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3, which is, honestly, you could say that's like a, a rare, non-connecting type movie, which, it was like James comes Magna Opus and all that. Interesting seeing three characters from three different entertainment franchises, you got. Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, and then you have Tiana Paris from WandaVision, Iman Valani from Miss Marvel TV series. So uh, it will be interesting to see how they kind of mix them all together. I don't know how they're going to really connect to a bigger story, but the thing of it is there's really not been a bigger story. <laughs> there's been nothing. Like I said, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's going to be back too, so maybe this movie can bring back the old MCU feel. <laughs> I, I hope so, but I'm not getting my hopes too high.
0: Well, you know, I'm kind of with you. Um, I love Nia Costa. I'm hoping this is going to be a great movie, but yeah, this could be a hot mess. Yeah. So, it's going to be fascinating either way. Yeah, I guess I'll next, and like Ben, I went with, with my heart for my two puppets. The first one is from Hayao Miyazaki, because i always love him, and he is finally back. It is The Boy and the Heron. And even if this isn't Master Miyazaki's last movie, it has to be close, and that is me- enough reason to celebrate. The last one I believe was 10 years ago, and he kind of shuttered Ghibli then, and he announced his retirement. It was a dark time, but that was temporary. Ghibli is back, and so is he. This one is going to be pretty autobiographical. I mean, he usually has female, you know, heroines instead of male characters. This one is a boy, and it's you can tell it's very autobiographical from what I've heard. It has a lot to do with life, death, and creation, so it's going to be pretty heavy. From reading the reviews, as it came out in Japan in July, it also has a lot of wonder to it, kind of like Spirit of the Way, and it's going to be a great mix. This one also is going to come to theaters, which doesn't always happen with Ghibli movies. You know, they have the Ghibli Fest where they bring all these back, but this one is going to come to theaters, no dub, it's going to be all sub, Japanese language on December 1st, so I'm excited. All right, so it's back
1: to me. And, again, I'm going to go from the heart. I think, you know, Keith mentioned one of his favorite creators, and um, I'm going to pick one from one of my favorite creators, and that's Michael Mann, and that's the movie's Ferrari with Adam Driver. Um, Adam Driver seems to be determined to play Italian icons uh, (laughs) two years ago, House Gucci, and now he's a Ferrari. (laughs) You know, the cast is interesting. Besides him, I I heard a lot of good buzz about Penelope Cruz, who's also in this Mm -hmm. movie, and then Shailene Woodley, who we just saw in Dumb Money. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Brad,
2: what do you got? Well, my number one, I guess you could say, like as far as like things from the heart. I don't only really have like actors and producers and directors that are really close to the heart, but I've got things that are close to the heart. Things I enjoy, and uh, comic books is one, and the other is wrestling. The movie I am most interested in coming out uh, the end of this year, by the end of this year, is called The Iron Claw. It's a, um, a biographical book on the Von Erich family. It was a wrestling family that uh, was very prominent back in the nineteen eighties and uh, late like late seventies. Well, the, the the father was sixty seventies, yeah. but the but the other stuff was probably like seventies and like mid eighties. It's going to be a, an interesting take. It's I was mildly interested in the film, but a couple things made me change my mind to have it as number one. One was. The release date because i didn't think it would come out until 2024 and actually is being slated to come out december 22nd the other thing is the trailer and the trailer is it's an interesting look and it definitely catches the feel of that time period of just the wrestling just how the von eric's were basically worshipped as deities in texas and that's where they were that's where they were and it's um it's going to be interesting i mean if you know the von Erich story it's a fascinating story that, in my opinion, will capture you even if you don't know it. I think it's something that's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a more grittier take than like fighting with my family, which was had had the the, the very uh, upbeat story on this one. Uh, this one's if you know this, if you definitely know the story, you know it's not quite as upbeat as you would hope. It Z-
1: stars Zach Efron, Jeremy Allendale of the, you know, what you call it? um, Bear. The Bear. Oh, wow. And uh, Harris Dickinson, who, you know, we saw in, like, the Kingsman movie and some other stuff. Um, He was in Triangle of Sadness, more Tyranny, and then Holt McElhaney, you know, two respected character actors from television and all that. So um, it's pretty pretty solid. Yeah. The trailer just came out this week, Keith, if you want to check it out. I figure... I I told Brad I felt like this would be a movie. Once you saw the trailer, I think you would actually be interested in seeing. Were yeah. so they
0: like national famous or just Texas famous? Well, I don't know wrestling. It's well, so it's so. weird. And
2: they might go into this in the movie. I don't know, but it's like back back in like the early eighties, like late like sixties, seventies, eighties. It was all territorial, so it was like you were big at a certain part. Like probably for them, it was Texas and maybe Louisiana and maybe Oklahoma and maybe Arizona, but it's like, it's small sections. There was like 30 or 40 different, like wrestling <laughs> federations, if you want to call that around this, around the U S. So, so they might not be national. Um, uh, so they're not, I wouldn't say they're national famous, but I'd say they're famous enough. Like the South, like, te- like the deep, like maybe not South, but like Texas, maybe mid South. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't know if they would have gotten like Georgia way. Cause there was a, there was another big federation in Georgia and, Georgia and Florida are really hotbeds hot for wrestling, but Texas was another one. My main interest is on how accurate it will be, how the film will be. I, that's, I've taken more and more of that when it's when it's biographical. <laughs> and uh, if you see the trailer, like a lot of the stuff is pretty biographical. So, um, so I'm interested to see how they handle that. The Iron Claw, uh, December 22nd. That's uh, that's my uh, m- the most interesting movie for me that's coming out for the rest of
0: this year. So, Part of the reason I like that we do this is I never would have heard of that. And that does sound good. All right. Well, my next top pick is Saltburn from Emerald Fennell. You know, I've always liked Emerald Fennell a lot ever since she started because you know she did great work on Killing Eve. She was directed some of that. She wrote some of that, and I really liked her, her debut movie, Promising Young no Woman. It was one of the one of the most, if not the best, movies of the last five years. The ones that really stood up my mind. And that's one I why I really like those kind of movies. This time out is a lot different. It's Saltburn. And as far as I can tell, it's going to be a gothic kind of take on the Gatsby story. It stars one of my favorite actors, the Irish actor Barry Kean. And from what I know, it's about an Oxford University student who spends the summer at the eccentric, sprawling estate of his aristocratic classmate. That's all I know, except also stars Rosamund Pike, Carey Mulligan, and Richard E. Grant, also three of my favorites. So when this opens wide November 7th, I'll be there.
1: Did you mention Jacob Voldi? You know, I did not. He is the he, he guy. Is, He's he, the main guy. He's the main he guy. Is,
0: he is the aristocratic classmate, you're right. I, I was I was so excited by I guess supporting cast, but, but Barry Barry Keane has been getting crazy buzz for this. I mean, he just um,
1: you know Barry Keane mm. just got an Oscar nomination last year, mm-hmm. and like
0: people think that he's poised to hit like you know he's going to get one sooner rather than later. So and you know Emma Funnell is a work like a work in progress. I know a lot of people you know Pressing a one was a little divisive, but it caught everybody's attention. Like I said, I really liked it. So I'm really excited for this one too. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so those are, uh, I don't know, like our two anticipated, um, I guess, to summarize it. I have Silent Night and Ferrari. Uh, Brad, you have The Marvels and The Iron Claw. And then, Keith, um, you have...
0: The Boy and the Heron and Saltburn. Okay,
1: okay. So why don't we just unload some other movies that we all are kind of interested in seeing. One, I think, that Keith and I will see as soon as next week, and that's Killers of the Flower Moon. We talked about it, it's been on our like uh, most anticipated list for 2023, it's a Martin Scorsese movie starring among other people Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, it's based on some history and I'm not going to really spoil too much because if you're curious just wait a week.
0: Another one I really want to see, you know, Elvis was a big hit a couple years ago and with us too, you know, we really like this movie a lot. Sofia Coppola, who I really love, is now telling the story of Priscilla. I don't know. Who, I I didn't look up who's going to pay, play Priscilla, so I apologize. But I'm really looking forward to this because Elvis was a complicated guy, and you need to look at both sides of the story. And that that should be a really really good movie. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll let Brad do one, and then I got probably one more to mention. But Brad, all I got's one. So
2: go. um, and that's uh, and I mentioned it a little briefly earlier. It's uh, Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. Call it morbid curiosity, if you will. <laughs> but I mean, it's the end of the DCEU. and let's see. And, I mean, it's. Um, Comes out December 20th, so it's near the end of the year. And uh, like I said, Jason Momoa, Yaha Yaha Abdul Mateen, uh, Nicole Kidman, et cetera, are back. Just interested to see how this wraps up to see if well if they try to shoehorn any tie ins maybe with uh James Gunn verse. I doubt they will Probably not. but um like I said, just uh I mean visually it seems like it's gonna be a good movie. The story seems like it could be interesting. If anything else, I think the drama off screen is kind of uh overshadowing this movie. So uh so yeah, maybe maybe some of that will appear on screen. Doubtful. But uh let's see. Um so yeah, the, that's my lone honorable mention so Uh, the other
1: movie i'm going to mention is something that keith and i are excited about and brad (laughs) is very hesitant to see but we're going to force him anyway for some reason but that's next goal wins also starring michael fassbender Mm -hmm. taika waititi and you know michael fassbender plays a coach of i think was it american samoa or there's some or uh, basically one of the like Mm -hmm. least talented according to fifa or whatever soccer teams and you know he's just trying to Trying to get them up to speed.
0: So it seems like a very heartwarming sports movie. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss is in that yes. somehow. It's going to be, you know, this could be, Teika is a little hard to take when he's, uh, when he, for some people, when he's really light-spirited. But I like his movies like that. And Ben does too. So I think this one, this one will be fun. Sure, yeah. sure. Sports, uplifting, mm-hmm. good. So.
1: All right, so that, those are our lists. But, you know, if we can go into the present real quick. And Brad will just talk about who the box office person, box office winner is, which is
0: uh, a... you may have heard of her. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, you can't escape her. She's yeah, uh, she's, she's everywhere. Uh, present. Um, yeah, i present.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't find a top five... However, as seems like everything is nowadays, uh, the one thing I did find was, of course, Taylor Swift. Her Eras tour movie came out this week. We're estimating—I saw as as low as ninety million, as high as a hundred and thirty million this weekend. They still don't have an exact number, but what they're giving is ninety-five to ninety-seven million dollars, which. Um, could beat the October record, which is 96.2 million, which is held by Joker. So, um, we'll put we'll a pair, yeah. We'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see where this goes. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. So, 95 to 97 million dollars. I'm sure the number will become more concrete later in the day, but as of
0: recording, uh, that's what I got. So, why don't we go ahead and wrap this episode up? So, Keith, you got the plugs, sure. You can find us at Movies in the Meal at gmail.com. Uh, movies and meal on x twitter whatever you want to call it and give us a listen on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you find your podcasts uh, movies and meal og movies and meal og at gmail.com I apologize that's all good (laughs) okay so for this episode of movies and meal I'm Ben
1: and Keith Brad peace